The following is my conversation with stamp collector Albert Burla. We discussed fluorometry in the pyrostat immobilization procedure, discussing the risks and benefits of both methods of both methods. Enjoy, enjoy. This episode has been brought to you by Pen and Plains Randolph. Randolph is a man with no forehead and no eyebrows. He's the only human being on earth without facial hair. For the past five years, he's been living in a land minefield in order to raise awareness and money for the charity War Child. If you'd like to sponsor this episode, visit penandplainsrandolph.com and make a donation. Thanks. Thanks. Albert, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Not at all. It's my pleasure. It seems like you have a lot of expertise in the field of stamps and fluorometry. Can you tell me a little about your experience? Of course, I've been collecting stamps since I was a child. I began dealing with fluorometers uh, a few years ago after I discovered that they could be used to detect counterfeit stamps. That's impressive. Do you think that fluorometry is valuable in detecting fake stamps? Absolutely. Fluorometers are incorporated edibly accurate when it comes to detecting counterfeit stamps. In fact, they're often used to confirm the authenticity of stamps before they're auctioned off. That's great to know. How do you think the use of fluorometers will continue to grow in the future? I'm sure that it will continue to grow in popularity as counterfeit stamps become more common. It's also a valuable tool for stamp collectors and hobbyists who want to preserve their collection in the best possible way. That's certainly true. Do you have any other thoughts on fluorometry that you'd like to share with me? Yeah, I, I think it's really important for stamp collectors to be aware of the risks associated with pyrostat immobilization procedures. It's one of the most common methods used to preserve stamps and collectibles, but there are always risks associated with it. I can definitely see how that would be the case. Do you have any final thoughts on fluorometry or pyrostat immobilization that you'd like to share with me? Hey, what's up? Not much, just trying to find a connection between pyrostat immobilization and the, the mating habits of the puma. That's an interesting subject. I haven't considered it in that light before. Well, I thought it would be a good topic for our next interview. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. I think it's important for stamp collectors to be aware of the risks associated with pyrostat immobilization procedure. They're one of the most common methods used to preserve stamps and collectibles, but there are always risks associated with them. I can definitely see how that would be the case. Do you have any final thoughts on uh, thoughts on fluorometry or pyrostat immobilization that you'd like to share with me? Definitely. This is the best podcast ever. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, Lexman. Bye. Thanks for listening. Friends, please rate and review our show if you enjoyed it. As always, we'll end the podcast with a poem today read by Albert Borlaug. Stamps and fluorometry, pyrostat immobilization. What fascinating subjects we discuss. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for your time, Albert. You've given me something to think about. You've given me something to think about.